Jesus said that there's a time coming that is worse than anything this world will ever see and worse than anything that the world is going to see. It is the tribulation period spoken of in the book of Revelation between chapter 6 and 18. The church is mentioned in Revelation in chapters 2 and 3, but not after the tribulation begins. The question, does the church go through the tribulation period and who are the saints that you find in it if they don't? Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing, sharing, and ringing the bell so you can get all of our new content. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. I believe strongly that the church is not going to go through the tribulation period. Let's look at five reasons why the church is not going through the tribulation period. The first is the tribulation period is a time of God's wrath. It's a time that he is angry with the world and the people who dwell upon the earth. And he's not angry at the church. We could go to many passages that talk about the day of the Lord being a time of God's indignation, a time of God's wrath. The one I want to go to is in Zephaniah 1.15. It says, that day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of devastation and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. Now, the Bible has a lot more to say in the Old Testament about the indignation and the wrath of God during this period. But this is enough for us to know what's going to take place during the tribulation period. And since it's a time of God's wrath, we as Christians don't have God's wrath on us. Now, I want to make it clear. The Bible says that in this world, you will have tribulation. So before you say that we are just looking to escape tribulation or not have difficulties, the Bible tells us that we are going to have troubles and we're to consider them joy, that the genuineness of our faith might prove to the glory and honor of God, the genuineness of our faith, which is more valuable than fine gold. However, when it comes to the wrath of God, we are not going to be partakers. And that brings me to my second point. The Bible tells us that we have been saved from the wrath that is to come. And since the tribulation period, the day of the Lord is a time of God's wrath and a time of God's indignation, a time of his anger that burns towards those who dwell on the earth, then we can be confident that we are not going through that time. Listen to what the Bible says in Romans 5, 9. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we have been saved from the wrath through him. It's not just the wrath of God we've been saved from, but that wrath that is coming upon the earth. Listen to what it says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. It also tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10, that the Thessalonians were saved from idolatry to follow God, that they would look for the return of Jesus being saved from the wrath that is to come. That passage even ties the return of Christ for his church to the wrath that will come after that takes place. The third reason that we will not go through the tribulation period is that we have been told by God that we have been saved from that time. Listen to what the Bible says in Revelation 3.10. It says, because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which will come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Notice that it says, 
I will keep you from the hour of trial that will come upon the whole earth to test those that dwell upon the earth. You and I are pilgrims. We are sojourners. God's wrath comes upon those that are on the earth who have been living against God in all ungodliness, according to Romans. And so you and I, being his children and passing through, will not partake of the wrath. And again, it doesn't say saved through, as many like to say. It says saved from. Listen to what the Bible says in Luke 21, verses 34 through 36, as Jesus tells us how we are supposed to respond to the things that he has said about the end of the world, including the tribulation period. He says this, but take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, with drunkenness, and the cares of this life. By doing that, we would become part of this world. And then he says, and that day come upon you unexpectedly, we are told that even though that destruction comes like a thief in a night, that it will not come like a thief in a night to us. Because we are prepared, because we are watching, because we are waiting, we know that day will not come upon us unexpectedly. Listen to what it goes on to say. For it will come as a snare on all those that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. That's a prayer that we would miss these things now, that we would escape them. Sometimes people say, well, you're just an American who wants to escape. And you are right on both accounts. I'm an American and I want to escape the tribulation period because Jesus told me to. I'm supposed to watch and pray that I would be counted worthy to escape all of these things and stand before the Son of Man. And I believe those promises, Revelation 3.10, and Luke 21, 34 through 36 tell us that we are not going to be in the tribulation period. The fourth reason Christians are not going to be in the tribulation period is because we are told to look for Jesus, not for the Antichrist. Now you find this throughout the entire New Testament. You find that our eyes are supposed to be on the sky, that we're supposed to be waiting for Jesus to return for us. Listen to what it says in 1 Thessalonians 5, verses two through four. For you yourselves know perfectly well that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. He had been telling them that this is going to come when people don't expect it. It goes on to say, for when they say peace and safety, sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape. But you brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. We don't know when that day's happening. And so we are prepared and we are ready for him to return so that when that day comes, we are taken out before it. Jesus talked about the last days being like the days of Noah and like the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. On each of those accounts, Noah went into the ark before the destruction came and was lifted above it. And I do not believe that those who are being taken away are the wicked. I believe that God is taking away the righteous, the one that is taken and the other one that is left. God's taking the righteous as Noah and his family were lifted above the destruction, even as we in the church will be lifted above it. And the same thing is true with Lot. Before that destruction happened, Lot had to be taken out of the city and then the destruction could come. And he went to a nearby city. Why that city was completely destroyed. He was taken out. The disruption came. Noah was taken out. The destruction came. And so you and I will be taken up before the Lord, as strange as that seems, before those horrible days start and before the destruction wipes out the things on this earth. 
The final reason that the church will not be going through the tribulation period is because Jesus gave us four parables in Matthew 24. And each of the parables speak of what we do while he's gone and why we wait even if the master delays his return. And then Jesus says this in Matthew 24, 44. Therefore, you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour that you do not expect. This means we don't know when Jesus is coming back. If the rapture were gonna happen in the middle of the tribulation period, the three quarters of the way through in the pre-wrath position at the end of the tribulation period, we would all be expecting his return. But the fact that we don't know when he returns and that it's a time of peace and safety, which cannot be said about the tribulation period, tells us it has to be before the tribulation period ever begins. God is not angry at us in the church. God is not pouring his wrath upon us. We are not gonna be subject to the Antichrist. The people that enter into the tribulation period, flesh becomes rare. They don't make it to the other end. There are very few that do, but we will return with Jesus when he comes back again, the book of Colossians tells us. So be bold, look up, keep your eyes on the sky. Make sure that your life is right, that you have things right between you and him because we don't know when he's going to return. And the fact that he could return at any moment tells us that we are supposed to be ready. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.